0: From Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with Adon. Well, good day, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships to see wherever you happen to be in our lovely world. And here in the beautiful state of Arizona, state number 48, My name is Doug Nick from ADOT Communications and we are here to talk about all things transportation related. And if you do happen to be blessed to live in the beautiful state of Arizona and you take a drive up to northern Arizona from Phoenix or any points south or many points, maybe not everyone, uh, you have had the lovely pleasure of driving up I-17, which is truly one of the most beautiful drives there is in Arizona. And uh, it has uh, been so beautiful and so popular that uh, the traffic gets a little bit, uh, shall we say, thick. Uh, especially on holiday weekends. So uh, periodically, we would like to talk about a project that has already kicked off and is now beginning in earnest to uh, do some pretty whiz-bang things to make this road better. And I have not yet introduced our guest, but our guest today is the lovely and talented Laura Douglas, who is uh, somebody who communicates about the I-17 Flex project. So let's welcome Laura.
1: <laughs>
0: that was great. Totally unrehearsed. Um, Laura, <laughs> welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me here again.
0: I, I will say that you're the first guest that we've had, I think, that has rated applause. And so we're just, oh, I tell you, we're just going to overuse that because I'm, I'm just kind of in that mood today. Anyway, welcome. Thank you for being here. Of course. The, so remind everybody, because this is kind of your bread and butter right now here at ADOT. This is uh, one of your major, major, major things that you are personally involved with. Um, recap this project. what it is it that we're doing? Where is it and why is it important?
1: It's very important, and it is considered a major project. So this is the I-17 improvement project from Anthem Way north to Sunset Point, 23 miles. uh, Construction has officially started, which is incredible news. Um, We have been planning for this for quite some time. We have the funding, and now we are into construction. So drivers who travel from Anthem to Sunset Point will start to see changes to that area. Um, A construction zone is being established, and the major work is really starting to get underway um, beginning this month and well into the rest of the year. Um, So to, to remind everybody, what we're doing is from Anthem Way to Black Canyon City, we are widening the highway, adding one travel lane in each direction. And then from Black Canyon City to Sunset Point, we are adding what are known as Uh, Flex lanes, two flex lanes that are going to be constructed along the existing southbound lanes in order to move traffic either northbound or southbound, depending on the day of the week, uh, high peak travel times and the greatest need.
0: So, for the uninitiated, what the the point A and point B that you're talking about is basically the extreme northern edge of the metro Phoenix area on I-17, and then you go through this rather I wouldn't say flat, but it's a more level area for a little while, and then it gets really hilly, and then it gets downright mountainous. You climb, make a huge climb till you get up to a place called Sunset Point, at which point you're kind of up high in elevation, and you're moving on your way again. Uh, This is uh, the bad area, if you will, for congestion, especially on Labor Day, Memorial Day, Thanksgiving, whatever uh, three-day weekend you might be thinking of. Um, So there is that. And then tell us again the flex lanes how those work because people might this has never been done in Arizona it's pretty unique technology for anywhere we want to make sure people understand that these are managed lanes they aren't just going to be there for anybody to use when they want how how specifically will those work
1: So, okay, so the flex lanes that will be eight miles, uh, again, from Black Canyon City to Sunset Point, two lanes along the existing southbound lanes, and they will serve to move traffic either northbound or southbound. So, imagine on a Friday, whenever, or a Friday evening when everybody's trying to get out of town, those flex lanes, those two additional lanes will be open northbound to move traffic. In that area to, to alleviate the congestion, move traffic, add capacity, add safety as that traffic has more room to move. Um, and so it will serve to, so you've got the existing Northbound lanes that already exist, the two lanes, and then you will have uh, the flex lanes, which will also move traffic northbound on a given day. We're talking about a Friday afternoon at this point, or
0: southbound if you're coming Sunday afternoon, right?
1: Exactly. So what we've got is essentially four lanes now to move traffic on those high travel days, which is essential. Uh, We've all been stuck in that traffic, yours truly included, and so it's it's very important to make sure that we add capacity to that area that's, that's in a, a need for that, uh, that type of improvement. Um, so that's what we are doing in terms of the flex lanes.
0: And so people understand that a decision is made at some point By a human being who knows exactly when and where this should happen, our Traffic Operations Center, for those who don't know, ADOT has a full-time, 24-7 Traffic Operations Center with cameras and all sorts of great technology to see what's going on statewide. People there will make a determination that, yep, we need to activate those lanes. Gates are there to prevent incursions when there should not be, correct?
1: That's right, and just to be clear, those flex lanes will be open seven days a week, twenty four seven. They will move traffic in in those specific directions that we just mentioned on those high travel days, but they will be open twenty four seven. So um, I didn't want to give people the impression that they'll be closed at any point because they will serve to move that traffic at any any time of the day. And there are designated days when you know northbound or southbound sure. will be open. But then again, you've got um, you've got the ability to open those uh, lanes when you've got a crash Um, Mm -hmm. you can move uh, you know depending on what direction the crash is we can we can open those lanes northbound or southbound Uh, you know that area also sees wildfires they see monsoon storms that all affect the highway but you're right this is all going to be um, monitored and controlled at the traffic operations center it's a it's an eight-mile corridor with a lot of technology. Um, we're going to have not just one, but a series of gates to let people know uh, how to enter the flex lane so they are not entering in the wrong direction. If by some very rare chance that they do, there is what is called a vehicle arresting barrier. It's a net barrier that will essentially drop mm-hmm. and capture that vehicle so it does not go into the flex lanes and cause a crash or, or some other sort of uh, um, f- fatality or any anything that's catastrophic. Um, so we have that ability to, uh, we have the gates, we have the vehicle arresting barrier, we have a series of cameras along that corridor. Um, we will have uh, um, the dynamic message boards that will tell people which direction is open so there is no question about how to enter the flex lanes. Um, And again, all of it will be controlled at the Traffic Operations Center.
0: Terrific. Uh, Good stuff to know. And right now, as you said, there's been some work going on. And and normally we don't talk about when we record these podcasts, but we'll say we're in the fall of 2022 right now, just for context here. So we're talking through probably to the end of the year, roughly. Uh, Up to this point, people have seen activity. There's been pre-work, pre-construction, that kind of thing. But now we're really talking about serious construction work. What are we going to see first? Or what are we now seeing first?
1: We're seeing the establishment of the work zone. And the majority of the work, and this is really important for people who travel that corridor, uh, the majority of the work will occur in those overnight hours. 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. We are not closing a lane or closing down I-17 in the middle of the day during the work week, or in the especially when people are trying to head up north on a weekend or head back down uh, into the valley. That is not the time we will be that we will be closing lanes. Uh, the The work is strictly being done 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mostly Monday through Friday, um, give or take, depending on uh, the direction of travel. Um, But what people are seeing now, um, it's a variety of different things. Um, In addition to the establishment of the work zone, there's um, some paving, uh, there's some shoulder work, uh, setting up temporary concrete barrier. Um, There's uh, a plant salvage operation that's well underway to make sure that we... uh, we uh, remove the plants that could be in the path of construction. Make sure that they are taken out of that area so that they are able to be cared for and replanted later on in this project. And I know you wanted to talk about well, that. Well, people bit. do
0: want to know that because um, not every plant that gets removed is is something we can save. But we save as very, as many as we possibly can. We actually will tell us what we do. We set up nurseries and so forth. Give us a little insight into that.
1: We we do a lot of work before the the actual salvaging occurs. So um, there have been uh, crews that have been surveying uh, for a number of months now, making sure to um, tag and survey that area and and, um, see what is viable, what will be able to be uh, taken from their natural environment and replanted or, you know, uh, stored in that nursery until the time comes when they are replanted permanently at the end of this project. Um, But we look for... um, Uh, viability, survivability. Um, And we have a number of different plants that we, and cacti, that we are looking to uh, remove temporarily. That includes um, Palo Verde trees, saguaros, uh, barrel cactus, um, ocotillos. I had the privilege of going out to the nursery last week to see this operation, and it's pretty impressive. Um, You know, it is a well Uh, oiled machine in terms of getting uh, these plants to where they need to be temporarily. They will be cared for, like I say, they will be, um, you know, with their natural uh, soil, they will be watered, cared for, monitored. And then when the time comes, they will be able to be replanted.
0: Yeah, we have professionals that this is what they do is environmental protection like this. So these, these plants are being monitored and cared for by legit Uh, gardeners might be not the right term, but they are people that know exactly what they're doing to make sure these things thrive.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. They are specialists in their area and they know exactly what to look for and how to care for these plants, uh, trees, cacti, so that they do survive and- uh, you're right. When you first said at the at the beginning of this uh, podcast that this is a, a very scenic corridor, we want to keep it that way. That's the goal, um, is to replant and save and replant as much as possible. Um, only about a third of this particular construction zone will need the plant salvaging. So about two thirds of it will be untouched overall. Um, but yeah, that's the goal is to make sure that we put back what we need to take out in terms of, uh, salvaging those plants and making sure that that corridor stays as beautiful as it already is.
0: And that's not new, u- unique to this project. This is what we do virtually every project, even, even it's not yours, but the Broadway curve, a thoroughly urban street, you wouldn't think, or highway rather, you wouldn't think would be a lot of plant salvage, but indeed there is. So this is what we do. Um, let's see. Uh, so right now, we're seeing more lanes added in, in the North Phoenix Anthem area. That's what we're seeing uh, as that starts. It's basically adding a lane of travel in each direction. And then then after that, it really gets to be kind of hairy and complicated. When do we start seeing some of that mountain work where we're cutting through flex lanes? That's, that's a few months down the road into 2023, correct?
1: It's a while away. I don't really have a specific uh, time frame yet. But what is... Uh- What people really need to understand is that entire 23 miles, they need to expect a construction zone of some sort as they move into the Anthem area and they travel all the way through north to Sunset Point to expect it to be some sort of construction. Now, if it's during the day, again, we're not uh, closing a lane or anything like that, but there's still things to look out for there might be some sort of day work where uh, you know people workers are out and about you have to be careful as you're driving you need to watch out for workers you need to watch out for equipment Um, And just, you know, you need to also watch out if there are um, speed reductions. Again, most of this will be at night, but it's crucial to make sure that people are aware that that is going to be an active area. Um, And a lot of this work is going to be, you know, a lot of the activity is going to be uh, simultaneous, where there might Mm -hmm. be some work towards Anthem, but there's going to be work in the Black Canyon City area and then also near Sunset Point. So it's it's a very fast-moving major project. And people can expect that um, there's going to be a lot of activity, so please drive accordingly.
0: Right. Are we lowering the speed limit the whole length or is that just as needed?
1: I believe it's as needed. In fact, I was driving through that area last night um, and you know that was when the work was starting. It was after 7 pm. Um, so it was down to 55. Uh, miles per hour in an area that's maybe about seventy-five, typically. Mm-hmm. So people really need to watch for the lane reductions. Um, the you know it's it's a very uh, uh, it's a dark corridor. So you need to pay, pay attention, especially at night. Anyway, um, but again, that's when you're going to see um, uh, the workers out there, the the construction crews, the construction equipment, and, and vehicles. Um, And that's where, you know, you're going to see also the speed reduction. So it is critical, especially if you're traveling at night, to make sure you are driving accordingly and for conditions. Yeah,
0: we always like to remind people that the the workers on the highway, whether they're A DOT maintenance crews or they're contracted construction crews, like we have in this case, these are you know your friends, your neighbors. They have family, they have friends. They deserve to go home at the end of their shift safely and having a, a safe work experience. It, there's nothing quite like working next to a busy highway because you're doing a job, you're you're digging, you're you're working, you're scraping, you're doing whatever you're doing. You have to concentrate on that and that in itself is dangerous and then you have traffic whizzing by at a huge amount of speed and, and the stories that, that get told but um that's always a good reminder so the overall uh, completion date is a ways down the road what what are we looking at what are we targeting here with uh, some wiggle room of course but we're targeting a certain time when we get this uh, all buttoned up but that's a few years down the road
1: Roughly, we're talking about 2025, so about three years. Um, And, you know, again, we don't have an exact date for that, but I think people can safely plan on three years of construction work um, to make sure that this project goes all the way to completion and it is uh, improved dramatically, that corridor is improved dramatically once it's all said and done.
0: Now, of course, the most important question is, we're going to rename it the You Can Buy Pie Highway, right?
1: Well, not exactly. <laughs> what?
0: Wait a minute! I uh, this 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 right here? No, no, no. May it has to be renamed the You Can Buy Pie Highway. I'm I'm just going to ask you to 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 pull every string you can, Laura, to make because I know you're an extremely powerful person here at ADOT, right?
1: Oh yes, very. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you and me both, right? <laughs>
1: the good news is that uh, you know, and, and I was right in the area yesterday of the pie place, uh, the Rock Springs uh, Pie Place, and you know it's still accessible and and that's you know businesses like that still have their accessibility during construction um so we don't want people to think uh places like that are shut down or inaccessible
0: kitchellines we got to throw them in as well they're right there been there for a very long time and all the other businesses in black canyon city all the people obviously joking about the name but we just like to talk about pie because we're (laughs) americans and it's required i think anything else that we should know before we say goodbye for now
1: I would encourage everyone to uh, check out our project website. It's got a lot of good information uh, already. We're going to build it out even further as we go along throughout this project. Uh, that includes photos and videos and all the information you would ever want, but Key to all of this also on the website are the traffic alerts. You want to make sure you sign up for traffic alerts, and that website is improvingi17.com. Lots of good information. Highly recommend signing up for traffic alerts.
0: Improvingi17.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can always go to the a-dot website as well at azdot.gov to learn about all sorts of great things that we're doing. Laura Douglas. You're forgiven for the pie incident. That's it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Of course. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.